send our prayers and our thoughts to the families of the victims of 9-11. And the and victims wanna, of this illegal yeah, war. So we want to commemorate all the people who are, uh, you know, all over the world who are victims of violence. And, I mean, I want to commemorate 9-11. I also want to commemorate the assassination of Crazy Horse, 1877. So Shunko Whitko, a great warrior. <laughs> a great warrior. We're out of right. here. Renegade Solutions is a white Buffalo woman production. Maybe she herself will show up here someday. Wouldn't that be something? For Ali, Transboy Bratton, I'm Charmy Golson. Try to remember we're all related, even those folks in the street wandering around. See you next week. Mike Perini's up next with Pandora's Lunchbox. Yeah, that's what you think. You think it's Mike Perini coming up. But actually, this is our wolf filling in for Mike Perini. And his show is called Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food and the human condition. My show, my name is R. Wolf. My show from 7 to 8 is called Face the Music. It's a show about the human condition. When you put them together, you get a 90-minute impossibility or improbability or at least an implausibility of creative radio, which we call Pandora's Face. And this begins right now with Mr. Lord Buckley. a beautiful circus. Wasn't it really? Seen me like it was a beautiful circus. Didn't <laughs> it you? All kinds of flags waving and hurling and jumping and pulling and falling and thumping and flipping and hurling. It was very beautiful. The, chap, the lead drummer there owns one of the largest health farms in the valley. He gets a little too healthy once in a while, you see. <laughs> Lords and ladies. This is Lincoln's day. I'm waiting for someone to tell me it isn't. <laughs> it's Lincoln's day. Tomorrow should be Lincoln's day, and the next day should be Lincoln's day. And it should have Lincolnville and Lincoln Park and Lincoln Lincoln, and it should be Lincoln Head City because he laid it down tight and right and cool and crazy. If they <laughs> could have stayed with it, it'd have been a guess. <laughs> We're pretty tight on it. We're pretty tight on it, but we can tighten up a little bit. We got to knock out the greed heads. <laughs> Lincoln didn't dig the greed heads. Understand what I mean? Like the supermarkets for one kick. <laughs> you remember the first supermarkets? They said, Oh, the supermarket. They got on to bananas, bananas, bananas. They said, Go in. Yes, they trust you. Oh, yes. yes. What do you do? You get a car. You do? Well, where's the Oh, it's over there. Have you seen the Rodney? No, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> and then and you are pushing with the supermarket with the cart. You grab the cart and you go strolling up and down the aisles and you load up all your jazz and you're working for them, see. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. Because you're getting, this is the beginning, very, very low, 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 low prices. <laughs> Savings, see? So you don't mind, you know, pushing a little bit. And then, a few swings of miles of, same supermarket, same card prices. <laughs> and you're still pushing the mother card. <laughs> still working for it. And you'll even take carts and push them into other carts. <laughs> Show that you're... Right? <laughs> right? It's amazing. 
It is a charge. It's not a love. You go, I wish I had the nerve to be a great thief. <laughs> that must be very exciting. I know a fellow with 17 sirloin steaks in his bitch and you can't see it. <laughs> he gets a little chill before he gets out of the bed. <laughs> Just loves to steal. <laughs> I can understand that. Can't you? Oh, it's a hanger. Hey, wouldn't dig that jazz. Well, it's a kick anyway, isn't it? What a great thing it is to be alive. My lords, my ladies, beloveds. Would it embarrass you very much if I were to tell you that I love you? <laughs> That is you, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> hey! Get that dog out of here, Jim, so help me. God, I'll kill him! Don't shoot him, Pat. He's a pervert. <laughs> you know, this reminds me, there's a very beautiful line right at the end of the book of the horse's mouth that Gully Jimson lays the line. Joyce Carey's beautiful, beautiful, profound, informative, rich, luscious, juicy with information. The last words in the book. When, in, when he falls off this sign and they carry him in and he's dying, but he's swinging. He's leaping, he's jumping, he's laying it down, you know. He's, he's carrying it, he's carrying it on. And they take him to the hospital and it's a Catholic hospital and they have nuns in there, you see. So he's still swinging, man. He's, just, <laughs> he's going out, but he's going out crazy, see. <laughs> so the nuns a little shook up. She says to him, the nun says, Mr. Jimson, at a very serious time like this, don't you think that you should laugh a little less and pray a little more? And he looked at her and he said, It's the same thing, madam, and flipped out. <laughs> uh, you know, my sister Mary, amongst the young folks, I suppose she was one of the most popular girls in town. I'll tell you how proper she was. You know, we used to go to parties, and we used to play games there. And one of the games we used to play, the way we'd play it, we'd blindfold one of the girls, then she'd go around amongst the boys and put her hand on one of them, and if she guessed who he was, he either had to kiss her or else give her a dollar. Why, sometimes Mary used to come away from there with 35 or $40. Now, Mother was one of these women... You know, everybody liked her because she had everything so neat and clean around the house. Why, you could actually eat right off the floor. In fact, we used to do it. And, you know, Mother was one of these women. I remember she was all the time getting recipes out of the newspapers, how to cook things. I remember one time Mother found a recipe in the newspaper directing how to make farmer's soup. And Mother went at this soup, and it took her about a half a day to make it. And when she had it made, she put it on the table, and I didn't like the smell of it, so I didn't eat any of it. But Hank, my brother, ate some of his, and it made him sick. Well, Father thought it couldn't be very good from the way Hank acted, as to, but he made up his mind that he'd try it and get it over with as soon as he could. So he closed his eyes and drank a big bowl full of it, and he fell over on the floor in a fit. And I said to Hank, I said, Hank, run for the doctor, quick. And Hank started off on a run, and after he had gone, I took Mother in the other room, and I said, Mother, 
I guess you poisoned them. And she said, no, I haven't. She says, that's true. She says, I made it just according to the directions of the newspaper. And I looked in the paper, and I said, I can't find where it says soup. And Mother said, well, what's the matter with you? Are you blind? She says, there it is, right there in front of your face and eyes. S-O-A-P, soup. And I told her, well, I said, Mother, that spells soap. I said, you fill Father and Hank full of soft soap. Well, you know, Hank ran all the way to the doctor, and by the time he got there from running and one thing or another, why, the poor fellow was so full of blood, he couldn't speak. And the doctor threw him down and put a muzzle on him. Thought he had hydrophobia. Well, while I was talking with Mother, every once in a while I could hear the baby in the other room. She'd begin to laugh and clap her hands. And I went in there to see what was making the baby laugh. And Father lay there on the floor on his back, coughing. And every time he coughed, he'd blow a soap bubble. Giant Toad Supermarket. Attention, all money savers in the Richmond, Syracuse, Tri-City area, and all you wonderful people out at Ed Siegelman's Ground Zero Equal Opportunity Apartments. Yes, our manager, Darwin Paul, has opened up his pants early this Christmas to let you in for the biggest in unhealable deep cut discounts. Now, agglutinated beans, giant and hypo size, two for 47 cents. Ma Rainey's, moleskin cookies, buy the tin at $1.87. Save on peach pits, this week only, see our boy at the back. Dog food for the doggy? Well, doggone it, we've got all six varieties of martyr brand, kidney and beef offal. Talk to Charlie Cranepool, Ed's dad, at our liquor department, about choice USDA bourbon and rump roast cocktail party mix. Last and least, there's plenty of seasick fresh produce at our vegetable counter. Don't worry about the flies, we won't weigh them. So, wary shoppers, take the lift out of life and drop your load on the giant toad. We give double discounted multiple line Mein Kellner und mein Macker, 
ich geb mir selbst ein Trinkgeld und ich sag mir gnädiger Herr, mein Schamlokal ist und bleibt das Automatenbuffet. Wiener Schnitzel und Wiener Kaffee sind dem Wiener sein This is relaxing, isn't it? You're listening to WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor, student-run experimental radio at the University of Michigan. I'm one of the community volunteers. My name is Horse Collar. Actually, my name is R. Wolf. And that was a song about an automat. Uh, automaten buffet. One word. Um, it is my favorite restaurant. It suits my budget. Apparently, it's what Lola Hubner and Franz Engel were singing. From a magnificent double LP collection of, uh, of pieces from pre-war musical comedies. I guess they mean between wars, you know, kind of sandwiched between wars, just like everything is. You heard a couple of things from... Oh, you heard uh, the Firesign Theater, pardon me, with uh, the Giant Toad Supermarket. Charlie Case, a comedian recorded in 1909 uh, with something called How Mother Made the Soup. I want to thank my friend Kirk Van Loon for making that available to me on an archiophone compilation called Before Radio. And it's all kind of self-conscious vaudeville like that. It's delightful stuff. And we started with a couple of things from Lord Buckley, who will be appearing again over uh, the next hour and 15 minutes. Here and there, Lord Buckley with Horse's Mouth and Supermarket from the Demon Verbals. Demon Verbals? Yes, Demon Records, Verbals, LP, Lord Buckley in concert. At this point, um, well... This is Pandora's Face, a combination of Pandora's Lunchbox and Face the Music. And so we're talking about food and the human condition, right? Hi, honey. What's for supper? Guess. Ah, come on. No guess. For Christ's sake, tell me. It's on the stove. Look. You got covers on. Come on. We're having mashed potatoes the way you like them, lumpy, and a nice piece of chuck steak the way you like it, with onions and ketchup. Heinz? Yes, I'll never do that again by the supermarket kind. You're right about ketchup. That's my girl. And a nice piece of Jane Parker chocolate fudge cake. You know, I told the guys what a good cook you are. You know, my sandwiches are better than this. I was Samantha Cartwright today. 
Oh, well, she wasn't on so very much, but a lot happened to her. She's in the hospital having her kidneys removed. And while she's in the hospital, her daughter, Kim, is being seduced by a lawyer. And her son, Biff, is getting a little crushed in an elevator accident. And it looks like her husband, Derek, her husband is interested in her best friend, Phoebe. While she's having her, while she's having her kidneys taken. Is there anything on the TV? Uh, oh, the TV. Well, let me TV. take a look at the TV glide. Have you got the look TV, TV guide? Guy guy I'll here. warm up the set. Do you buy grapefruits as carefully as you buy them? Oh, yeah, this is the TV Anybody got guide. a match? This is it right here. Hmm? Well, let's uh, see. Yeah. What's on? Uh, afternoon. Wait, what time is it? It's about 2 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, um, End of the World is on 2. It's That's serial. Good. 7 mm. is the circumcision game. And mm. on 4 is uh, Hopeless Tomorrow, another of those serials. Uh, mm. There's a movie oh. on uh, Channel 9. Yeah, what? Drama. Houston House Detective. Oh, yeah, yeah. 1953. <coughs> Police Lieutenant Scratch Richards and a urologist named Happy try to track down radioactive chorus girl Honey Sanchez, who has a vial of deadly marijuana taped to her leg. Oh, That's imagine that. That's that. Vince Mould, right. uh, Darlene Edwards, and Elmer Fudd. Oh, hey, he was on last night. He yeah, did that special, that uh, yeah. uh, Up America special. That was a good one. I think I'd rather watch a movie. Yeah, well, there's right. uh, there there another movie on. Oh, there is. Yeah, Hercules Big Arms is on. Oh. It's, uh, it's uh, one of those 60s Italian macho films, I think. Hercules tries to keep his mind on avenging his dead wife. I saw it, I saw it. <laughs> Mickey Mulkey, Benito Mussolini, and it's uh, 90 minutes, and it's the right. uh, general public. No, no, it, you better you'd like movie science fiction on Channel 13, Space Delinquent. Oh, yeah, when 1957. Oh, great year, man, great uh, year. Listen to this. A teenage Martian tries to sell some hot marijuana to a federal agent when there is a strange noise from space. Oh, yeah. mm. Helen Whipple, Maurice Bumstead. Oh, yeah. Hey, Good. listen, let's see, let's see. This oh. afternoon is really oh, no. a bad no, time no, no, to watch some, TV, um, guys. some of that uh, NET stuff, some of that free television, you know, Walt Disney. Uh, dance... Dances of Cheese, traditional cheese dancing is on 28. <laughs> oh, that's that's a board. Right. That's right, a let me see. I tell you what, let's let's just make up a sandwich and we'll go watch at 2:30. What's on? Here's a new game, a debut. It says Jacques. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. right. From France comes this popular favorite in which the people, Jan Murray, tries to kill all the guest aristocrats without dropping a stitch of laughter. This week's guests, Barbara Bobo, Adam Thigh, Willie Pep, and Whitaker Chambers. Oh, oh. Whitaker's getting that, back. Yeah, oh, the swords will be sharpened for that. Roy Rogers is on 13 in Western. Dale wants to sleep with Pat, so Roy gets a room in the All City Motel right next to some juvenile delinquents. Oh, yeah. That's great. On um, at 3 o'clock, though, is Killer Kane USMC comedy. This is a series. Sergeant Kane dreams that he tries to kill his father by beating him with a nylon stocking. Well, are these local shows or is no? This, this is a, that's network. Kane oh. Edgar Hoove, you know, he's got his own variety show yeah, now. Father Richard Nixon yeah. on uh, Channel Two. There's a movie, comedy movie, Track Down All Trucks, 1958. Two-fisted truck driver Tex Tirebiter takes on twelve two-bit truck stop tricks in a trucky trailer court. Here we go, Highway Patrol. Oh, my is this the movie that's on? Let's watch Highway Patrol. Oh, Crime Highway Patrol. You mean the, the old series Highway this is, Patrol? This is, they've got a bigger write-up. This must be the uh, end, uh, this is the end thing of the series, I think. An interesting what? episode, an interesting final episode, as Lieutenant Broderick Crawford goes after his toughest assignment, uh -huh. tracking down Lieutenant Dan Matthews, 
who is a character in a middle 1950s television series called Highway Patrol, starring Broderick Crawford, hmm. where everyone drives around in cars on endless location shootings in Fullerton and on Mulholland Drive in Hollywood, and where Broderick, as Lieutenant Dan Matthews, keeps saying 10 4 and 2150 by with that surly, mushed mouthed manner that he, Dan Matthews, perfected in his portrayal of Huey Duck, Murderer of the South, in All the King's Screenwriters, 1946, a drama of how fascism might even come to this country. No. In the hustle of today, we're all inclined to miss little things that mean so much. A word, a smile, a kiss. When a woman loves a man, he's a hero in her eyes. And a hero he can always be, if you'll just realize. She may be weary. Women do get weary. Wearing the same shabby dress. And when she's weary, try a little tenderness. You know she's waiting. Just anticipating things she may never possess. While she's without them, try a little tenderness. It's not just sentimental. She has her grief and care. And a word that's soft and gentle makes it easier to bear. You won't regret it. Women don't forget it. Love is their whole happiness. It's all so easy. Try a little tenderness.
an Occidental woman in an Oriental form. I'm an Occidental woman in an I'm Mr. Red. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Red. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you endorse. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. Red. People yakety-yak a streak and waste your time a day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And this one will talk to his voice, his horse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed.
guys are sweating. That's James Moody and his band from the Prestige compilation Hi-Fi Party Volume 2. That was called Show Eyes. We just played that to make sure that you feel better and that you're sitting up and stuff. It's almost 7 o'clock. This is the uh, 90-minute spectacular hybrid show Pandora's Face, composed of Mike Perini's show Pandora's Lunchbox and our wolf's show Face the Music. I am our wolf, and I've been doing this for about a half hour now. Um, before James Moody, the uh, the original TV soundtrack from Mr. Ed. I want to send that out to Mr. Ed. Mae West from the uh, soundtrack of Klondike Annie. That was a motion picture. You heard I'm an Occidental Woman in an Oriental Mood for Love from a newly issued Mae West compilation on the Living Era label called Naturally Enough, Come Up and See Me Sometime. What else? Jack Webb with Try a Little Tenderness. Oh, that was creepy. From the Rhino Golden Throats collection, of course. And the TV Glide from the Firesign Theater from Dear Friends. Welcome to Face the Music, WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. That's us, student-run experimental radio at the University of Michigan. And we're infiltrated by community volunteers, poets, workers, freaks, anarchists, poets. I already said poets. I'll say it again. Poets. Every year about this time, it seems like responsible reporting on this kind of free-flung radio would suggest the inclusion of some songs about college kids in the 1920s. So let's do that. Let's go back to 1929 with Harry Reeser's Syncopators. Harry played the banjo. The uh, students in 1929 apparently wore something on their heads they called whoopee hats. And as I uh, work at U of M five days out of the week or four days out of the week, cramming uh, nearly 40 hours into four days each week, I am struck by the fact that maybe we haven't changed all that much since 1929. Hmm? 